0: I'm talking to uh, Jennifer Grodd, the executive producer for the whole station, you know. And um, she's always asking me, Sid, who do you want me to get that we haven't gotten so like Steve Scalise and I now are like having this whole bromance and Jim Jordan, Rick Scott, a whole bunch of well Rick was a was a guest of mine quite a bit down in Miami. But I keep asking for Elise Stefanik. She doesn't know who I am. She's on the uh she's on hold right now, but I don't think she knows who I am. But I keep asking for Elise. I'm a big Elise Stefanik fan. She, of course, uh, district, uh, where is she? In the New York's 21st congressional district since 2015. As chair of the House Republican Conference since 2021, she's the third-ranking House Republican, and I just like her. I like Elise. I think she's got a huge upside to be even a big, st- bigger star one day in politics, than she is right now. So Jennifer told me, I guess Thursday, Friday she goes, I got you, Elise. And sure enough, she did. Here she is, making her debut on the number one New York rated talk show, Bernie and Sid, the aforementioned Elise Stefani. Good morning, Elise. How are you? Good to be with
1: you, Sid. I'm excited to join today.
0: Wow. You said my name. You know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Good to have you, too. Thank you for, uh, for stopping by this morning. Before I get to the party stuff, I was going to play for you the cut from Kamala Harris yesterday. I'm still shocked. I still can't believe that she's taking this national disaster and made it about uh, natural disaster, too, and made it about race. How she's basically saying that, hey, go help the black people first. When you heard Harris's comments over the weekend, Elise, what were you thinking?
1: It's just more of the virtue signaling by the left, and they care more about political correctness than helping all of our fellow Americans. We are lucky to have Ron DeSantis, who is going to make sure every Floridian gets the help they need, uh, and that's true leadership. But Kamala Harris, this is just a string of gaffes. She makes one every single day. You know, the week prior, she had said that the United States is an ally with North Korea. It's just an embarrassment, not only within the United States, but it's an an embarrassment on the global stage. So, unfortunately, I'm not surprised when I read those articles about Kamala Harris or uh, when I see the analysis. It's just more of the same. But I have faith in Governor DeSantis that he is going to make sure that every Floridian gets access to the resources and help that they need.
0: Agreed. FEMA said the same thing. So did Rick Scott. All love fine Americans. I don't know how old you are, and I wouldn't ask because you're a lady, uh, but in my lifetime, at least, if God is good to me, I'll be 56 come April. And people used to say to me, Sid, who's the worst president in your lifetime? I go, Jimmy Carter. What didn't even think about it. Uh, now, of course, for me, it's Joe Biden. I don't know if you want to make a comment like that, but maybe you do. Uh, Joe Biden, my, my opinion, the worst president in my lifetime. What about you?
1: Well, I agree with you, Sid. And I will tell you my age. I'm 38. I was elected to Congress as the youngest woman ever elected at the age of 30. And I will tell you, if you look at the crises that Joe Biden has created in just two years, the inflation crisis for people in my generation, we've never seen inflation seen inflation this high. So when you talk about Jimmy Carter, that's what I read about in the history books. But now my generation (laughs) is living worst inflation. If you look at the crime crisis, it's skyrocketing not only across New York State, but across this country. And this is a result of the radical defund the police policies and rhetoric of today's Democrat Party that Joe Biden has embraced. And then the border crisis, which is, of course, part of the safety and security challenges we face in this country. It is because of Joe Biden and his failed border policies. He hasn't even been to the border in his 40 years plus. Uh, in elected office and House Republicans, the vast majority of all of our members have been to the border, including our candidates, because we know that it impacts every city, every state, every county across the country. But Joe Biden, by all metrics, is a failed president. And that's why we're going to have a huge red wave this November. We need every patriot to turn out, to vote, to Provide a check on the radical agenda of Joe Biden.
0: Well said, Elise. Elise, by the way, represents one of the largest geographically uh, 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 locations in the eastern United States. Clinton, Franklin, St. Lawrence, Jefferson, Lewis, Hamilton, Essex, Warren, Washington, Fulton, parts of Saratoga and Herkimer counties. That is a big, big portion of land up there so you must be paying very very close attention to the big gubernatorial race uh, i'm very close with lee zelden he's on the show once a week and let's start right there we can get to all the midterms and all the big elections coming up but governor of this state if lee zelden doesn't win that elise i'm going to be really disappointed
1: Well, this is our last chance to save New York State, and this is Lee Zeldin country. This is not Kathy Hochul country, and that's the case for all of upstate New York. Uh, And Lee, I've campaigned with him. He and I were elected the same year in 2014. We both flipped districts from blue to red, so we know what it takes to win. And Lee is out there working hard. He's earned endorsements from law enforcement unions. Uh, He has a strong record of delivering results for his constituents in Congress. And people want a new direction in New York State. Kathy Hochul is corrupt. You know, I never thought there would be a governor that's worse than Andrew Cuomo, but Kathy Hochul <laughs> is worse than Andrew Cuomo. She has achieved that in just uh, a year. So uh, we see the polling every single day in this district. Kathy Hochul is bottoming out. But turnout's going to be really important. So everyone's vote matters, and we need to make sure that everyone turns out to vote in support of Lee. I'm looking forward to working, continuing to work with his campaign for the next 35 days so we can save New York State.
0: This is uh, the great Elise Stefanik making her debut on the Bernie and Sid in the Morning Show. You talk about the red wave. Now, I, I think we all kind of feel like the House, Elise, kind of a feta complete. That's going to be a win. Senate goes back and forth, back and forth, depending upon how Herschel Walker is doing that week. Now there's a new story that maybe he paid for an ex corporate's abortion. All this nonsense, you know. How Fetterman and Oz are doing in Pennsylvania. But lately, I am hearing more people, even in the liberal media, point towards a Republican win in the Senate. Do you think we take them both?
1: I do think we take them both, but this is important. We do not, Republicans do not take anything for granted. So we are going to work to earn back... The House, and I know the Senate candidates are going to work to earn back the Senate. It's interesting, Sid. I went back and looked at the headlines at the same period of time before 2010, 2016, and 2020—all big historic Republican years—and I will tell you that the headlines are remarkably similar. Where the mainstream media is trying to suppress and you know dial back what looks like a historic red wave, and and try to energize Democrats to turn out to vote. That what we're seeing in polling is in the targeted House districts. Republicans have an approximately 20-point generic ballot advantage. What does that mean? That means that we are in a very strong position to pick up these seats. Uh, I'm optimistic about the Senate. I think as voters learn more about the policy choices that are on the ballot, every single Democrat senator will vote in lockstep with Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden. And that's not what the American people want. They've suffered enough under inflation. They've suffered enough uh, for all of this garbage that we have seen with single-party Democrat rules. So I'm optimistic we win back the Senate. I think, once again, the mainstream media is going to be proven wrong. And I think, once again, the polls are going to be underestimated estimating the Republican turnout. We have seen that consistently over the years that oftentimes Trump uh, supporters are very hesitant to answer polling questions. And I understand why. They see that the polls are now used to manipulate public opinion rather than to reflect public opinion. So I think Republicans are going to overperform expectations. But we need everybody to turn out to vote. That's why everyone's focused on get out the vote the next 35 days.
0: I've seen some people, even in this city, Elise, go the other way. Bob Holden, for example, veteran politician in Queens. He's endorsed Lee Zeldin over uh, Kathy, believe it or not. Uh, My point is that, yes, both Republicans and Democrats, I guess they're people too, uh, they're sick of crime, they're sick of everything going on in this country, whether it's economy, the crime, the border, energy, all that stuff. And the question just becomes, how sick are they? especially in dependence, at least. You think that they are definitely leading to the right right now?
1: Yes. uh, Independence, the number one most important issue to voters is inflation. And it's because it's impacting every family, no matter whether you're Republican, Independent, or Democrat, it's very challenging to make ends meet in Joe Biden's economy. Uh, We need to make sure that voters know that it will be Republicans, both at the state level, in Lee Zeldin's case, or Republican state Senate candidates, and at the federal level, Republican House candidates, who will stop the reckless spending. Trillions of dollars of taxpayer money has gone out the door under Joe Biden. It is out of control and it has led to the highest rate of inflation in my lifetime but you're exactly right Sid people are taking a closer look and people that have voted Democrat for many many years understand that today's Democrat party is far far to the left than it was even five ten years ago Uh, and people are looking for a new direction both in Washington and in Albany
0: I know you are many miles north least of New York City many miles north But um, I think I was the first, along with Curtis Lieber, because he lost the race, to publicly just uh, annihilate Eric Adams. I think he's the worst. I think he's worse than Bill de Blasio because he actually could be a good mayor if he cared. I don't think he cares. I think he's got his sights set on the White House, other big things, while the city continues to crumble in and around him. He went to Albany, and he just kind of came back with his tail between his legs. He didn't blast Heasty, He didn't blast Stewart-Cousins. He hasn't blasted Heichel or... Hokal or Biden in the press. So to me, right now, Eric Adams is an epic fail. What do you guys think uh, up there in the northern part of the state?
1: Certainly, we don't want to bring the politics of New York City and the radical defund the police movement. And Eric Adams has not not stood up to the uh, Democrats who have called for defund the police. So uh, he, unfortunately, is a part of that party. And that hurts New York City residents. It's why people are fleeing New York City. He's also spending way too much time at private swanky clubs than doing his job as mayor of New York. If I read another profile (laughs) of Eric Adams that brags about, you know, his fashion sense and uh, all this insider stuff, at club. that's not what hardworking New Yorkers want to hear. They want their mayor to work. They want their mayor to solve the crime crisis in New York City, and he has not done that. Uh, I found, having been on the ballot, this will be my sixth election because I had primary when I first ran and then five general elections. People are looking for results, and Eric Adams has not delivered them. I always run on my record of results, which are significant for the North Country and upstate New York. And uh, voters are smart. They see through Eric Adams, and he has not kept his promises to New Yorkers.
0: Right on the money. I was even upset when he went to Puerto Rico, which I know his heart's in the right place, and those people do need help. But how about fixing your own city before you worry about old San Juan? But I'm interested in, uh, in your uh, district up there, your county, because, first of all, is Lake Placid part of your district? Yes, it is. Oh, how about that beautiful place where we beat the Russians back in 1980? How about that, Jim Craig and Mike Garruzzione and all the guys? I wonder because if you watched no, no, you did, but the, the listeners out there – when they watch the gubernatorial race – especially Andrew Giuliani and Lee Zeldin, they did a very good job of running for governor, not mayor. What I mean by that is they talked about the issues in Rochester, Elise, in Syracuse, Monticello, Utica, Binghamton, all these towns in New York that are being ravaged by drugs and no jobs, no industry, all that type of stuff. Where you are, up in your district, what do some of those towns look like?
1: well i I'll give you an example. We have the crime crisis not just in the cities across New York State, but in very small. Uh, what are considered very rural counties and rural towns and cities. We had a bank robbery in downtown Glens Falls, known as Hometown USA, uh, just a few months ago, a few blocks from where one of my congressional offices is. We also see a significant spike in fentanyl overdoses, and that's because fentanyl is flowing in from across the southern border, and it's making its way across the United States. It's the leading cause of death. Uh, And we also have the, you know, damaging implications of bail reform. I was just in. Conderoga uh, last night, or a couple nights ago, which is in Essex County, and heard from the county sheriff that uh, just the challenges of Kathy Hochul and Democrats' bail reform, where criminals are on the streets over and over and over again. The other law enforcement issue we have that's very important up here is we are home to many of the New York state prisons, and those have been, some of them have been closed under Kathy Hochul, but there's also legislation that puts our corrections officers uh, at Lives and health and safety at risk and prioritizes the criminals. So again and again, we see New York Democrats mm. prioritizing criminals mm. rather than standing up for law abiding mm. citizens. And Lake Placid, just a comment. I love Lake Placid. You know, my dad, this was before I was born, but he was in Lake Placid for the 1980 Miracle Hockey Game. And it just is such a, a huge memory in his life that he shared with me when I was growing up and still talks about. Uh, and Mike Ruzioni, I'm friends with Mike Ruzioni. He wow. and I are tech buddies. I've met him a few times, <laughs> yeah. and I have a signed jersey hanging in my office, and it is the most commented item in my congressional office. People love seeing the Mike Ruzioni jersey.
0: I, I know. it. Listen, I, I did sports talk radio most of my life. I became a political junkie about six years ago, but uh, and I love the Giants, and I love the Mets and the Knicks and the Rangers, but nothing comes close to 1980, up there by you in Lake Placid, and I have to imagine Elise at uh, Saratoga. Uh, the summer just uh, passed, but that's still doing very, very well. Yeah, still a big uh, uh, tourist uh, trap. Uh, tra- excuse me, tourist spot. Yes,
1: absolutely. Saratoga County is the fastest-growing county in Upstate New York, and we had a very historic season this past year at the Saratoga Racetrack. Uh, it's been a longer season, so it lasts a little bit longer, which is great for the economy. And particularly coming out of COVID, uh, it has been so important for our Main Street businesses for just the overall uh, economic opportunity here. So really good year. If you haven't been to Saratoga Springs, definitely come up here. But my district is changing slightly. Uh, I lose Saratoga County. I gain Rensselaer County. I gain Schoharie County, Montgomery County, as well as parts of Otsego County in redistricting. Ah. So, my already large district is getting even larger. Wow. And it's about a third of the geography of the state.
0: Wow. And Rensselaer, I had a buddy that went to Albany and I visited him once. And we went, you're not going to believe this, we went to a toga party at the college in Rensselaer, the great engineering school, and uh, turned into a, a, a complete chaos. Fist fights and everything <laughs> at an engineering school. You can't make it up, Elise. Um, I guess on the way out, uh, I know that uh, Donald Trump is an admirer of yours. And um, I, I, I gather you love him, too. What are your thoughts on the possibility of Trump running again in 2024?
1: I think he will run. Uh, He should run. And I think he will win. If there were a presidential election today between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, Donald Trump would win walking away. Uh, People saw the economic growth. They saw the secure border. They understood that this is administration that supported the rule of law, unlike Joe Biden, who has taken us in the exact opposite direction. And the American people are suffering. Yes, the media is gonna lose their minds uh, and they just have Trump derangement syndrome, But the reality is his results were significant, certainly for my district, but also for the American people. So I think he's going to run. I hope he runs. I will endorse him and he uh, will gain the support from certainly voters in my district.
0: You are a rock star, Elise Stefanik. And uh, it was great having you on this program today. It really was. Uh, I was looking forward to it and you were even better than I thought. So thank you for hopping on this show today. Continued success. 38 years old. And already done all the things you've done in politics. Really, really outstanding, Elise. Thank you so much for coming on today. Please come back soon.
1: I will. Thanks, Sid.
0: You got it. There she is, folks, out of the 21st Congressional District all the way up there in upstate New York. The very talented Elise Stefanik.